0: Is there someone from your life that you need to forgive? The following super brief episode is one of a series on the topic of forgiveness. In each show, Dr. Alexandra asks just one question of Dr. Robert Enright, Ph.D., internationally renowned expert on the science and psychology of forgiveness.
1: Do I forgive if the person continues to hurt me?
2: I get that kind of question, Alexandra, frequently. And it oftentimes is in the context of a partnering relationship. In other words, here's an example. A woman might come to therapy and say, you know, my husband is continually putting me down. If he can't find his car keys, he'll say, you know, if this house wasn't such a mess, I'd have a lot easier time finding my car keys. And he eventually finds them in his own pocket. And those kind of things are happening a lot where he's always right, she's always wrong, and it's not true, but he is presuming that and he's letting her know it. This can be very disconcerting for the person who lives with this day-to-day. And the person says to me, how can I forgive under the circumstance? Because forgiveness will say, Okay, now let's pick out an incident and try to forgive the person for this unjust incident. And I have a thousand. What am I going to do about this? And it's too many. It's built up so much. I'm just being overwhelmed by my anger. Mm -hmm. My response is this. Yes, you have a challenge that is bigger than a lot of other people face because it's continual. And because it's continual, you don't just pick out one kind of problem that has happened a week ago. You pick out the pattern with that person. And you forgive the person for the pattern. And I say it's probably more important for you to forgive because you have an ongoing pattern than if it only happened once or twice, because of the buildup of the anger in your heart can be so grave it could end up hurting you, not just your relationship, but you as a person. So it's very, very important that you think about forgiving and forgiving the pattern, and it's gonna to be tough. When we hit the forgiveness gym to build our forgiveness muscle, you're gonna to have to stay at that gym longer. It's gonna take you perhaps A little longer than usually is the case for people because of the ongoing nature of this.
1: For listeners, Dr. Enright just referred to the forgiveness muscle and look at the fifth part of this series, which is what is it to work the forgiveness muscle to learn more about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but um, carry on.
2: No, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did that. Thank you for that, Alexandra. And so as the person then hits this forgiveness gym and works out really hard, it's very, very important if the client, again, is a woman who experiences this with the husband as the example I used earlier. It's very important that she goes to him with a forgiving heart as best she can today and asks for fairness, asks for a change in his pattern. She doesn't just put up with it. She doesn't just move on with regard to what he's doing. She does the work of forgiveness from the heart and asks something of him. There was one study that was published called The Dark Side of Forgiveness. And in this particular study, the person said that in a marital relationship, when one person forgives the other, it implicitly gives the other permission to continue doing the bad things. The major flaw with this study, the dark side of forgiveness, is first of all, the researcher never asked the participants what they meant by forgiveness, which in all likelihood, they probably had it wrong because most people get it wrong when they haven't studied it much. Mm-hmm. And they were thinking of moving on. So if they simply move on and this woman and the case study I'm sharing now, where the man is continually putting her down, if she just moves on, then he's going to keep doing it. But if she brings justice alongside and says, let's sit down and talk about this, and she does it not with rancor, but with a softer heart, they're likely to both get to a yes that is reasonable for both. And so when she approaches him, it's not just for herself, It's for him because he needs to grow in character. But then it might improve the relationship. So this idea of ongoing, chipping away at you on a daily basis is hard. It's serious. I think it needs forgiveness, but it also needs the medicine of justice for both of you and for the relationship.
1: So what you're saying is that from a systemic point, If the woman in this case does the forgiveness work on herself, she has a softer heart, and her change will change the system or will change how they interact.
2: Yes, and at least it's the beginning, you see, because the forgiveness means how she responds to him and how she asks for fairness will be qualitatively different than if she asks it while burning with anger. Because as she's burning with anger, she may come back to him in a harsh way. And he's going to say, see, your tone is really throwing me off. Your tone always throws me off. And so he's doing it again. But if she approaches him without a lot of animosity, with a let's together get this done well for both of us. Because I'm concerned about you and I'm concerned about me and I'm concerned about us. He may be more likely to listen. And forgiveness is the beginning of that. Asking then for justice and asking for him to change a pattern, to grow in character, might make a big difference.
1: He may or may not change. Right. So what's in it for her if he keeps on behaving that way and she forgives?
2: Okay, if he keeps doing it that way and she's going to continue the relationship, which she might not, Mm -hmm. But if she continues in the relationship, she now has a protection for herself. She is not letting him have the power over her by changing her heart. She no longer has his power over her by making her unhealthy within. She will be able to resist that. And in that possibility lies in attention getting toward him that he might eventually change. If he doesn't, he's gonna lose a lot. He's losing a partner who is on his side, wants the best for him, and could be really, really good for him, and he's not seeing that. And if she separates from him, he's going to lose a lot. If she separates from him at the very least, she won't be carrying this big ball of anger with her for years. And Studies show Judith Wallerstein did a study of 10 years Mm post-divorce, and many people are still hugely angry 10 years later. If she practices forgiveness, she wouldn't be among those who have the big ball of anger 10 years later.
1: Good point, which she could then release onto the next partner or her children or other people. So, yes. That's
2: right. And she would then perhaps be more trusting with the forgiving and be more open to a new relationship, a healthier one. And believe me, she wouldn't forget what happened. She would be ready to make sure that this new partner doesn't have the kind of pattern the
1: former one
2: did.
0: Thank you. Would you like to be sent an article on how to forgive when someone has been unfaithful? Email Dr. Alexandra at psychologyamerica.com. That's dralexandra at psychologyamerica.com. And in the subject line, write forgiveness article. Finally, Dr. Alexandra creates this show with love during her volunteer time. To support the production costs of the show, please consider buying her a $3 coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Dr. Alexandra. You can also show your support and encouragement at no cost by going on iTunes and leaving Psychology America with Dr. Alexandra a great rating.